<laughs> I knew you couldn't get enough of our sexy content. Let's have a quickie. Hello, all you sexy souls. I'm so excited to spend a quickie with you again. It is Mariah here. If you don't know me, look me up on saltysexcast.com. I would love to get to know you if you are just tuning in or returning to the show. Thank you so much. Um, really quick shout out to everyone who makes this podcast possible. And um, like always, this is a really quick condensed version of our long form interview episodes. Um, so today I wanted to talk about something that is hot and sexy, kind of, <laughs> um, but it's romance regret. It's probably something really relatable for most folks. And it came up when I was reading, um, Brene Brown's gotta love her, uh, Atlas of the heart right here. Um, this, this book has also made a cameo in one of my Instagram reels. So if you've picked up on that, you know, that I just love this book. Um, but there's a section on regret. And when I was reading it, it just, it really hit home about some of the things that come up quite often with folks and their regret in their own relationships. And so I wanted to just take some time and talk about that today. Um, but to start off, I want to read the definition in the book about regret. So both disappointment and regret arise when an outcome was not what we wanted, counted on, or thought would happen. With regret, we believe outcome was caused by our decisions or actions. Um, interestingly enough, there are short-term regrets and long-term regrets. Um, and most of the research points to short-term reg regrets happening because of actions we took. And then long-term regret happens when, um, we realize we didn't take action on something, you know, so an example of short-term is, um, oh, I asked that person out and I wish I didn't cause they're not who I thought they were, or, um, you know, looking back on your life and saying, oh my gosh, I really wish I had asked that person out years and years ago, um, or had, told that person, I really loved them, et cetera, et cetera. So there's just these really, you know, relatable instances in our lives that we have regret in our relationships and in our romantic, um, relationships specifically. And so doing some research, um, I have found some consistent regrets that people have in their relationships. One of them, one of the most popular one being, staying too long in a relationship. And, um, you know, this can happen when maybe you have a, a toxic or controlling partner or partners and didn't realize that till later on. And so there's ways to avoid this or, or, or ask yourself, is it worth leaving moving forward? A lot of times, um, the fear of being alone or even the fear of un the unknown keeps many people in a relationship that isn't valuable for them anymore. Um, so to keep yourself from maybe some pain or just taking a moment to reflect, is this a romantic regret for myself right now, or could potentially be, 
um, staying in a relationship too long and finding time to reflect and ask yourself, what do you have to gain if you leave? Or maybe even, and comparing that to what do you have to lose if you leave? And only you can make that decision about this relationship, but knowing that that's a number one or very, very prominent regret in romantic relationships, um, can maybe validate some feelings that are going on right now for you. Another big regret that I found was not admitting your feelings for someone. Um, I still remember, uh, looking back or thinking, you know, or times I thought and regret, uh, not regretted. Yeah. I, I regretted, um, not saying something to someone in school, right. Typically it's like junior high, high school that I'm like, oh, I wish I knew, um, what it, that I could have said something to somebody. I just that fear of rejection. Um, but typically we know this is a regret because that the one who got away or the one that got away, uh, saying that comes up for us. Um, but to either avoid the hurt from this regret or even avoid this regret, thinking of, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Um, you going for that person or telling them um, how you feel and uh, finding ways to maybe handle that rejection if it is. Um, it takes practice on getting like micro rejected in order to build up some more. Um, I guess, resilience on some of that rejection. And so finding ways to just make a fool of yourself and it's okay. The worst that can happen is someone is absolutely disgusted. And <laughs> as I'm sure that sounds horrible to some folks and others are like, that's not a big deal. You know, if they don't like me, that's telling me more now, but at least I made my choice. I went out and I was brave enough to try. Um, I don't regret too many things that I was brave enough to try, even if it didn't, it failed. But, uh, so that's, a, that's another big one. I noticed is just that, that not admitting your feelings for someone, another one. And this is probably one for more of those longer term relationships, but thinking that you can change someone. So looking back on either failed or past relationships, I, I really hate to even say failed relationships, but we all use different language um, and thinking, you know, why didn't it work out or my, you know, I used so much time and energy thinking that I could change someone. And um, that's a big regret for many folks. And it's, it's a hard life lesson, but to avoid it in the future or even avoid it um, you know, trying to remember that we can only control ourselves. We can only make decisions for how we act and respond. And, um, you know, we can encourage others to grow with you and improve their lives with you. But it's really important, um, to remember you can't control them, but maybe even your example, your positive example can support that positive growth that can get them to change, but not expecting that change. Um, and with that also keeping in mind your own personal boundaries. So if you're expecting someone to change, um, but you're not holding true to your 
personal boundaries, most likely they're going to continue either doing that behavior you don't appreciate, or you're, you were hoping that was going to improve in the, and, um, previous. So boundaries and just being that example and knowing that you are only in control of yourself is, is helpful for that, for that regret. Another big one is staying in a relationship or worrying even about collateral damage. If that relationship changes or ends. Um, so sometimes we hear people say, oh, we stayed together for the kids and, um, later on saying how much time was wasted, or I could have been growing up, or I could have been changing myself, working on myself, but I chose to stay with someone because I was worried about the kids or finances or, um, even pets too. And, and just worrying so much about that collateral damage. Um, but people split up every single day, many of them with shared children, pets, finances, and it works out, um, not with out pain or growth or discomfort, but there's so many resources out there that can help minimize or at least lessen some of that pain and confusion and hurt. Um, and it doesn't have to cause as much harm as that you're worried about. There can be calculated measures, um, planning ahead and really just knowing that people grow apart. It's okay. And not letting that be a regret for yourself because you were worried about any of that collateral that was going to change or also be affected because of a relationship change. Um, in my research, I also, um, found a lot of regrets and romantic regrets around, um, making mistakes and causing pain for others. We're all guilty of it. Every single one of us has made a mistake that has harmed someone, especially our close romantic partners. Um, you know, this could look like cheating, lying, even addiction. And, uh, sometimes it's really hard to admit. And sometimes that guilt, um, or regret can turn into shame, which can continue to either, um, come out where we continue to lie and cheat or find, um, relief through substance abuse. And it's the cyclical thing and it's not healthy for us. And so to be able to recognize, um, when you've caused pain, you first have to recognize it, um, admit to those mistakes and then show yourself some compassion. We are all humans. We all make mistakes. I myself have made terrible relationship mistakes and have been one who cheated on, um, a partner and it doesn't feel good. And it took me years and years to finally realize that I was worthy of making a mistake and worthy of growing and learning from that mistake. That was so hard. Um, I thought everything bad to me that was happening or everything that wasn't positive, um, was my payment for making this mistake. And I just took it. I took a lot of that stuff and that that's a little bit of a regret for me just to be able to, to see that looking on the outside now and not actually, um, being in it anymore 
and realizing it's okay to make mistakes and come back from them. Um, you know, you may have destroyed a relationship and it may never come back or, or improve and you have to walk away from that, but it's still an opportunity to reflect on your personal values, where you want to grow. And, um, you know, even ask for help and support for those, those things that can cause pain and those mistakes you've caused. That's another huge regret for many people in romantic relationships. It's making mistakes. Um, just don't forget to have compassion for yourself and, and to learn and grow from it. That's all I can say around that one. Uh, the final one that I really saw is another uh, regret that really came up again and again was the expectation or waiting for the one, your soulmate, the person out there that's just going to make your half a whole. And I hate that, <laughs> but um, don't let my own personal bias uh, create more regret or, or pain for you or even shame. Um, but it can be a huge place of regret for many people because they spend so much time looking for a very specific person or type of person or someone who meets all these criteria that they're looking for that's going to complete them. And that can cause a lot of regret in life, a lot of time wasted when um, people grow and change. You can grow together, you can learn together. Um, someone doesn't have to be perfect when you first meet them. Um, I am one who believes that soulmates are a myth. And, um, but if you're one who does believe in those, there's still ways to, to create space around finding someone that's going to meet your needs and build you up as a person, um, that doesn't destroy a lot of time and energy waiting for them or seeking them out. You can put a lot of time and energy working on yourself in that time. And I don't know anyone who has regretted spending time working on themselves to be a better person. And so, you know, but regretting wasting time waiting for someone else, um, that just checks all the boxes. Um, and then just don't forget to give more than you take. Don't just be waiting for someone to hit all your boxes and then not be the one that hits theirs. Um, that's, that's a tall order to have two separate needs met. Um, it's something that most long-term relationships understand. We are never going to, um, be able to meet 50, 50. We're always give and take and, you know, sacrificing something to give you something and vice versa. And always just working on that give and take, but knowing that, um, 50, 50 isn't quite realistic all the time, but I hope you enjoyed just another quick quickie, um, for the salty sex cast, uh, again, just taking a moment to reflect on any of your own romantic regrets. You know, how can you grow as a, as a person by reflecting on some of those regrets and then making conscious intentional decisions today, um, to avoid more in the future or to just continue to enjoy the moment as well. So I will see you next week with another wonderful episode, but thank you again for listening. And if you're interested in supporting the podcast, 
We would love to have you join our Patreon community at patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast. All of our wonderful patrons um, are amazing and they help our podcast stay ad free. They also get free content, extra content, um, early episodes. We meet on Zoom and chat and just joining that community of folks who want to chat more about sexual wellness. So have a great week. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for the quickie. See you next week.